Hi, everyone, and welcome to AB Conversations, where we will help you CFP your way out of it, a podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts now. So you, you can you can whistle, kind of. Oh, well. All right. So what are we talking about? All right. So are we going to call this number two? Podcast, Podcast number two. Number two. So we're going to be talking about overcomplicating financial planning, and yeah. is that a common thing that happens? Yes. What say you? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty simple, straight answer. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think, yeah, I think generally decision making, right? We can probably, I can, I can even put myself in this camp, right? Of probably more often than not overcomplicating things that I don't have to, right? I think we all in some way, shape or form probably have a knack for that. So I don't know, I guess my, I I had like two first thoughts and it's not the specifics of the planning. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit later, but like Mm -hmm. who, who are the types of people, like what are the characteristics that we see that lead to this overcomplicating that we don't want to see happen or ultimately we want to be helping with? So I'll throw two out there and then maybe you can add to my list. Yeah. First, naturally, especially when it comes to like people's life savings, right? There, there is a degree of worry on what's going to happen out there. So people seek change when something doesn't feel right. You know, maybe that's not the right thing to be doing, but I think mm-hmm. just worriers is one camp. Um, I'd also talk about like just really productive people, right? Problem solvers. They're, they're probably looking for the next thing to like get ahead of something or stay ahead of the curve. You know, I I have to win is the mindset. So they, is there something out there that I don't know that I need to know so I can make this decision better? Yeah. And ultimately I'm not going to make a decision maybe in a convenient time or in the right timing. So yeah, I definitely would put those type of people <laughs> myself in that camp. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I fall into that trap too. I think it us being analytical people, I think that's a, a natural slope that you slide down of, you know, well, if I need a little bit of information to make a decision, well, maybe more is better. Yeah. And it doesn't I guess always work that way. You fall into that paralysis by analysis. Yeah. And that's, maybe that's another good group to talk about just people that, you know, end up being overwhelmed by data. And I think, you know, we, we've talked about this a lot in our time together, that there's just so much information out there. It's abundant and cheap, right? Everything's at our fingertips yeah. with these smartphones now, that we're gonna get conflicting reports on what's actually going on, like surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, and trying to funnel that down to, to what actually works for somebody, it feels like heavy lifting. It feels like, well, there's so much information, so it's overcomplicated when really, you know, I guess the issue to me in overcomplicating things, if I could kind of move to that part of the conversation, is that it leads people to either take action, some sort of action that they shouldn't be taking, mm-hmm. or to your point, the other side, it becomes inaction when taking a step forward, even if it's not the biggest step or the, the most correct step, it's still a step forward. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. So in just thinking of, you know, financial planning um, and clients and the people that we talk to, uh, you know, they're getting potentially advice from many different people. 
mm -hmm. whether they are, you know, financial planners or otherwise, you know, it's my brother-in-law or my neighbor, they, they tell me I should be doing this. And it's all those choices. You just, it, it's too much choice. And to your, to your point and kind of what we're talking about is when you have too much choice, it's hard to even whittle that down to a couple that seem reasonable and it's just, it's overwhelming. So I think we've certainly seen it in the role that we can play for people is when it comes to making a, a big life changing financial decision, even yeah. just whittling that down to a couple easily digestible, you know, here's the pros and cons. Here's what yeah. we would do. Here's, here's what fits your situation, but here are a couple options, a couple options being the key, you know, one, two, three, maybe. Um, and just kind of giving that education so they can make a, a better informed decision without feeling overwhelmed with all of the choice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad you went there because that kind of ties it back to like our role. Right. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I think not, not only for that subgroup of people that like want to move forward and want to do something to have that now personalized to what they need to do is number one. Number two, I hope there's not a group of people out there that are just overcomplicating the process to up the point where they don't even get started, right? Yeah. That they just think it's so daunting. When we talk about comprehensive, all the things we're gonna do, we're gonna engage. You gotta gather all this data. We're gonna go through this long drawn out process of what are your expenses? Give us all your financial statements. Like it can, <laughs> it can feel daunting and mm -hmm. it's not to overcomplicate it. It's, we've got a system in place here that can funnel us down pretty quickly, right? To what I think we need to be advising you on. Um, yeah. Leave the complicated to us but take that first step. Don't let the overcomplicated be, I'm not going to get started. Yeah, we've, we've certainly heard it a couple of times that, you know, people haven't come to us initially because they didn't feel like they were ready or they weren't organized enough to even yeah, meet prepare. with us. And I mean, we, we shared the story earlier today that, you know, we've, we've met people that have come in with the grocery bag filled with yeah. unopened mail and statements. And that's an okay first step. Again, let us do that, that, that work on the front end to, whittle down what's important, what's not important, and, and start the process. Yeah. So, all right, okay, I wanna, I'm going to pivot because I think you said that really well, and that can kind of button up the, the planning side. Yeah. I, I think it's way more common that we see people overcomplicating investment decisions. Sure. Um, so I think if we're going to talk about overcomplicating things in a podcast like this, let's not ignore the elephant in the room. We've gone through some crazy market, right? We are getting headlines that we've like never heard before, right? Two weeks ago, it's record GDP negativity. It's record mm -hmm. unemployment rates, right? Um, and here the, is, the market goes up and up and up. So yeah. I think the overcomplicating part and the part that I'd want you to kind of weigh in on with me is, you know, when we see all this news, dramatic changes should occur, right? We should be reacting to all this news and making portfolio changes, shouldn't we? Question mark? Yeah, so no. Uh, oftentimes, <laughs> it's, uh, I think that's, that's certainly the gut reaction, right? There, all these factors are changing, then I should be changing too. Um, when usually that's, that's probably the worst thing that you could do is to, I think the, uh, what's the, the metaphor or the analogy is, you know, you, you set sail and the boat's starting to take on water, and then you just jump out of the boat because, you know, thing, things are changing. And, and now what? Now you're without a plan and you're just, you're floating at sea. So, you know, yeah. you, you come up with a plan on how you're going to approach investments when things are normal, quote unquote, whenever that is. But even now, again, we, we know what a normal market environment is supposed to look like. 
Um, but yeah, when, when big changes occur, you, you have that plan, you stick to your diversification. Um, you know, over time, that will work. That's not to say that little tweaks and little changes to pivot with certain variables right. changing, right. Um, that's fair. But I think it's, it's the wholesale change or, you know, going to cash when, when the market feels like it's, it's falling. That could certainly work out. You could get the timing right to get out, and now you got to get the timing right to get back in. But over a long period of time, that is very difficult, if not impossible, for anyone to do, um, no matter what. Yeah, and you're, you use my favorite analogy. And like the, the, the diversification is supposed to be that lifeboat. And you, you have to go back to the purpose of that diversification and the purpose of that lifeboat you know, you, when you set sail, to use your analogy on that journey, maybe you can't see past the horizon, right? Sometimes it's foggy. You don't know when those storms are going to come, mm -hmm. but you, you have to recognize that the whole point in that lifeboat was when the storm's there. Yeah. You're not jumping ship. You're not purposely punching holes in your, in your, in your boat here. You know, it is time tested data. And I think that's what I would want to say to this, like diversification. The whole point is it's time tested. And we are going to go through these periods where, Sure, there's going to be storms and, you know, let's talk about overcomplicating the comment. Yeah, but this time's different, right? Mm -hmm. This storm is different. So shouldn't we be reacting differently? Well, that, that may be the case, but it doesn't change the fact, you know, the catalyst may be different, but it doesn't change the fact that storms will come, storms will go. You got to stick to the plan, especially during those stressful times, uh, yeah. especially during those stressful times. So I think we overcomplicate the timing. We overcomplicate. Yeah you know, to your point, getting in and getting out, is that something we should do? We overcomplicate the fear of missing out on something mm -hmm. or looking mm -hmm. back and saying, I could have, would have, should have. Yeah. You know, I, we think as fundamental investors, like investing should be as boring as possible, even though it's incredibly emotional. And that's <laughs> why worry comes into play or problem solving comes into play. We look at those headlines and say, now how should we, re we react? It's not to say that we shouldn't be paying attention, but more often than not, it's, it's, it's not to react, right? To your right. point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else you got on this? You know, the other, the other complication that I, I think I hear, you know, from time to time um, when it comes to the investment stuff is the picking of the investments, right? So let's not talk about the timing. Let's not talk about diversification. You know, mm -hmm. is it an ETF? Is it a, a mutual fund? Uh, is it individual stocks? Sure. You know, what? Give me your context there on on this last part of I think in my mind overcomplicating the process. Yeah. So I think I'm I, I'm sure this is I hope this is on our website, right? That uh, part of our philosophy is uh, the the asset allocation, right? How much do you have allocated stocks? How much do you have allocated bonds? How much do you hold in cash? And then the individual breakdowns underneath that. How much do you have in international? That to us is way more important than picking ETF number one or ETF number two or mutual fund number one and mutual fund number two. It really comes down to your broad allocation. How much risk exposure to specific asset classes do you have? That, that's what's driving your overall experience more so yep. than the individual fund. That's not to say that there are not good funds and bad funds. There certainly are. But more often than not, it's, it's that broad allocation yeah. that really does drive the experience for for a client yeah well said so overcomplicating things we see it with 
worriers. We see it with really productive problem solvers who just want to stay ahead of the curve. Uh, and he said, we kind of see it when, when people kind of just want to be information gatherers, right? But then I, I guess my takeaways from what I heard us talking about were, first of all, just get started. Maybe yeah. utilize an accountability partner, i.e. like us, you know, who can filter through that for you. And certainly yeah. when it comes to investments, to a degree, you know, diversify, diversify, stick with it, rebalance when you have to, but keep it simple. Yeah, there's no silver bullet, so stop looking. All right. Thanks, man. Okay. See, See you next time. time. Got it. Hey everyone, Adam and I really appreciate you tuning in. Please note that the opinions we voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be most appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, your accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to making any decisions or investing. Thanks for listening.